0: A couple weeks ago, in episode 157, we talked about the importance of not only celebrating in your relationship, but also how to take stock. How to take stock of what to celebrate, and also how to take stock of what you want to improve. This week, we're going to go a little bit further and talk about what kinds of improvements and expectations around change are actually realistic. And how to know what's realistic. And I'm going to do my best here to be really efficient because, well, there's not a lot of time in a week, right? So let's get right to the heart of the matter. It's my goal, of course, for this podcast to be really helpful to you in your quest to have a thriving relationship. If Relationship Alive is making a difference in your life please consider a donation to help ensure that we can continue to be here week after week. And we just celebrated three years of being here each week to tackle some aspect of having a better relationship. To choose something that feels right for you, please visit neilsatin.com slash support or text the word support to the number 33444 and follow the instructions. And this week, I will... Would love to thank Robert, Eleni, Timothy, Lynn, Karina, Stephen, David, and Angie. Thank you all so much for your generous support of the Relationship Alive podcast. Okay, let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Relationship Alive. This is your host, Neil Satin. So once you've listened to episode 157 and taken stock, where do you go from there? What's realistic to expect in terms of things changing between you and your partner? This is an important question to be asking, actually, whether it's just a simple thing that you're hoping will shift, something like finding more time to connect on a weekly basis, or something bigger, more systemic, like running your household more smoothly or incorporating regular vacations into your life, etc. Because it can feel like it all needs to happen now, right now, right? Except how much of it can change and when will it be able to change by? Those are the questions that you need to answer now to the best of your ability as you move forward. This approach is something that I recommend you do whether you're in a relationship or not. It's helpful to look ahead and think about what might be possible and by when so that you don't get stuck by taking on too much at once or without having an accurate way to measure your progress, which is something else that we spoke about in episode 157. So this is a process that for the moment you're going to go through on your own, Eventually, it would be great for you to be able to have this conversation with your partner or with the other people in your life who are impacted by your desire to change or to change your life. And when it comes time to communicate about it, you might consider using the communication jujitsu that you'll find in my free guide to my top three relationship communication secrets. Have you picked it up yet? It will help you navigate a triggering topic and stay connected to your partner while you do it. And do you know what's a triggering topic to take up with your partner? Talking about what's got to change. Yep. So to pick up that guide, if you haven't yet, just visit neilsatin.com slash relate or text the word relate to the number 33444 and follow the instructions. Okay, back to the process. By the way, feel free to adapt this as suits you, but the basic premise is this. You're looking at your list of ways that you imagine your relationship improving. What does it look like in the future when this change has happened? And what changes are required for this to actually happen? Now, you might take a moment here to write down a few different paths to the same end. So as an example, let's just say you're dealing with something like, I'm tired of cooking dinner every night. I don't want to have to cook dinner every night. So you envision a future where some nights, instead of cooking dinner, you actually just sit back and soak your feet in a nice warm bath and massage coconut oil into your tired hands and listen to your favorite podcast, Relationship Alive, while the dinner's being made. Sounds great, right? Well, one way to get there might be for your partner to cook dinner several nights per week. And that could be part of your vision because it would feel great to be taken care of by your partner in that way, right? But what if your partner hates cooking? Is it realistic to think that they're going to change and start loving to cook? I mean, it's possible, sure, especially if they know how important it could be for you to be treated in that way. I mean, maybe they're just afraid of some aspect of cooking and could learn more about it, get over their fear, uh, get more fluent in the language of cooking and actually enjoy it. Sure, that is possible for sure. But are there other ways that the dinner could get made without you being the one to do it? Um, so what if, for instance, you agreed to get takeout on some nights Or what if you agreed to use some meal service like Green Chef or Hungry Root to make meal making really easy for your partner or for you for that matter. Um, It might alleviate some of the burden of having to cook. Or what if you did a meal exchange with nearby friends so that some nights you just made twice as much food and dropped it off for them the next day and they did the same for you? So now all you have to do is pop your friend's masterpiece in the oven and reheat it for a few minutes. And voila, you have an amazing meal that you didn't have to cook. Or if it's in your budget, um, maybe you hire a chef to prepare meals for you at the beginning of each week. So all you have to do is reheat them as the week goes on. And that way you even have to do less cooking. So hopefully you're getting the point here. There are all kinds of possible ways to solve this one issue, and only a couple of them actually involved your partner changing at all. So this is an example of how sometimes we could cling to a certain vision of what it's going to mean for our relationship to change in a certain way. But if you step back a little bit and look at the big picture, you might come up with some interesting ideas. So the next thing to do is to attach some time estimates to the things that you've come up with. So here's a good way to start. Start by asking yourself, how soon would this ideally change? I know, like tomorrow, right? Or maybe even yesterday. But what is realistic? If you've been doing it this way for months or years, then is it realistic to expect it to change completely overnight? I mean, in some, in, in some instances, that might actually be possible, but take a step back and decide what you could live with. Could you live with this being different in a month, in three months, a year? Now, your answer will probably be different for each of the issues that you're thinking about, because some of them will be really high priority, as in, this has got to change ASAP. And others, you'll be able to stretch out a little bit as long as you know that a plan is in place and that progress is being made. So if you think about something and you're like, yeah, well, if this, if it took a year for this to change, that would be totally intolerable, then you're going to have to make a more aggressive plan. But you might decide, well, if this were totally different in a year, then that would be fine with me. Then there you have it. Make, put a year on your calendar to have that change take place now if you do plan to have this conversation with your partner it might be a good idea to have them listen to this podcast episode or to at least outline the process that you're going to go through with them so that they can do it too and eventually you want to come together and share each of your thoughts because you may discover some ways that you're aligned that actually surprise you or discover that certain things that are tolerable for you are actually completely intolerable and a high priority for your partner or vice versa. And then together you get to make a plan uh, for the things that are going to be changing over the long term, like let's say a year or more then what milestones could you put in place over the upcoming months so that progress is made, but it's allowed to unfold more slowly? And for the things that need to happen soon, can you actually get resourceful? And as I said earlier, think outside the box for ways to implement the change. Um, And that might be getting outside help and resources so that it's not all on you. So that if you're changing, you get support in your changing along the way. You may not be that you always need someone else there to help you out, but it might help you get off in the right direction. So of course, this is a place where getting a coach can come in handy as coaches hopefully specialize in helping you take action to change the patterns and habits that have resulted in your being where you are right now. I mean, if you were capable right now of doing things differently, then you'd be doing it differently. Um, I'm not saying that you're not capable. I'm just pointing out that there's growth required. And even if you're like a gardener and you're doing all the fertilizing and the weeding and the watering, well, you still need the sun to shine, right? Or you need the power plant to keep your grow lights glowing. There's nothing shameful in leaning on others. In fact, it could be just the boost that you need to get out of the rut that you're in. And no matter what, as we've talked about on the podcast before, we are in a web of support from the world around us. Um, You're never not in relationship with the world and with other people who are actually helping you. Um, And speaking of, if you're looking for problem-solving ideas or questions about what's realistic, This might be a time to talk to other people about those things. So you can ask friends or people you trust, or if you're on Facebook, you can ask the other members of the Relationship Alive community, where we've created a safe space to talk about things just like this. So just search for the Relationship Alive community on Facebook. The point is, you're surrounded by people who ultimately want to help you. And many of them are better at just the things that you or your partner suck at. So this doesn't mean that you should be that you should be with someone else. Um, It just means that you can enlist their wisdom or energy to help you make the shift. And then when you and your partner have some momentum, you can just take it from there. So hopefully, coming up with realistic timelines will also create some spaciousness around what needs to change so that it's less tension-provoking and more inspiring because you know it's going to shift and you just need to allow enough time for it to happen for those new seeds that you're planning to germinate, take root, grow. And with that spaciousness, hopefully there's A little bit less urgency and more of your energy can go into celebrating what is changing, celebrating what is currently joyful in your relationship, and uh, celebrating your progress as you go and reflect backwards on where you were and how far you've come. Okay, that is it for today. While you're soaking your feet and rubbing oil into your hands, make sure that you also listen to last week's episode with Keith Witt, where we talk about his new book, Loving Completely, and all the myriad ways that he has to help you stay connected with your partner. And also stay tuned for next week's episode, where we'll be chatting with Susan Piver about the four noble truths of relationship. So as always, we have a lot in store. Um, And if there are guests that you'd like to hear here on Relationship Alive or topics that you'd like me to cover or questions that you would like me to answer here on the show, please make sure that you drop me a line either in the Relationship Alive community or by emailing me at neilius, N-E-I-L-I-U-S, at neilsatin.com. I'm not able to respond to most of the emails that come through, but I will read your email and I'll take it from there. Okay, I am truly signing off now for this week. Ciao for now, and I will see you next week. Uh, Take care.